This is Sid Roth saying, Shalom Mishpacha. Mishpacha is a Hebrew word. It means family. And we're the Mishpacha, the family with a Jewish heart. Welcome to today's edition of Messianic Vision and another appointment for you to be mentored to fulfill your destiny with one of our It's Supernatural guests. And now, here's your host for this program, It's Supernatural television producer, Ryan Bruss. Thank you, Sid. Today on Messianic Vision, we have an extra special guest. Now, uh, every guest is special, but this one happens to be my own father-in-law, Dr. Michael Brown. And Dr. Brown, you are known all over the world as a Jewish apologist, a revivalist, uh, a man of integrity, a man of God, just the power of God and, and uh, confronting the uh, social issues of our day. Why write a book about breaking the stronghold of food? Well, I'll tell you, this, this could be the most important book I've ever written in terms of really saving lives. Nancy and I, so your mother-in-law and I, <laughs> wrote it together. And out of every book uh, I've written, this is almost number 30 now, we've gotten more responses to this book than anything. Look, my life was radically changed. I believe that God extended my life, that God spared my life, that God added years of vibrant service to my life, and that uh, the vast majority of people living in America struggle with food, struggle with food addictions, struggle with unhealthy eating, struggle with overweight, struggle just with our decadent food culture, and they know they need help. And, And this book, which tells our story, and I get into details, Nancy gets into details, we tell the truth, we're honest, has encouraged people, has inspired people. And, and here's the big thing. If, if you would have bet, say, three years ago, okay, let's think of, we ask a thousand people to bet on the next book that I would write <laughs> or what would be the best-selling book we've written. I'm telling you, nobody in a thousand would have said, Michael Brown will write a book about food, about how he changed his lifestyle, because I was a notorious food wimp, unhealthy eater my whole life. So if we could change, if I could change, anybody could change. And I just felt it was crucial to get this out, and it's literally going to change people's lives dramatically. Well, the testimonies that are coming in are off the charts. I mean, the people that are being impacted, even some people are even being brought to tears, uh, I've read, uh, by just reading the book, because it's it's a it's a book of hope. It's a book that you, uh, in a teaching, that you candidly reveal how addicted to food you were. And and let's talk about that for a moment. Uh, knowing you intimately, like I have for these past uh, twenty years plus, uh, but even before that, tell the people because they will get a kick out of this. Tell the people listening how you grew up eating. Yeah, I, my mom and dad were the most amazing, wonderful parents you could ask for. And my mom passed away last year at the age of 94. She was as sweet, loving, and affirming as you could imagine. But she wasn't known, say, as like a great cook. And I didn't have one of these upbringings where my mom and dad really said, okay, you got to eat nutritiously and healthily. So uh, in elementary school, when I would go to school in the morning, I would have four Oreos for breakfast. <laughs> didn't think anything of it. I would eat the first one whole, the second one I would I would open up and then lick the cream out and and then then the outside and then the third one the other way and the, this way I'd realize it came on the second, the third, the fourth and that would be my breakfast. Well, how how many days in a row would you do that? Well, always. That was <laughs> that was always. Okay, I'll give you an example. Every day in elementary school, without fail, every single day the entire time I was in elementary school. So weekends during the week as well. Uh, for lunch, I would have a peanut butter sandwich. Not peanut butter and jelly, peanut butter. And for some reason, I didn't like crust, so my mother would cut the <laughs> crust off. That was my lunch, and I think grape juice. And then uh, after school, I'd have pretzels and grape juice. And then when I was in junior high school, so seventh and eighth grades, and we call middle school today, when I was in junior high school, uh, every day for lunch, Monday through Friday, it would be different at home, but I would have a hamburger and fries for lunch that we just walk over this little place and get it for lunch every single day. And then in those days, 
I was not a, a pizza eater. That came when I was about 15, 14, 15. I started eating pizza, and I became an absolute pizza fanatic. When I taught at a, at a Bible college on Long Island from 83 to 87, two miles from the campus, there was one of the finest pizzerias I'd ever eaten at in my life. Now, at this point, I had been eating pizza every day for, for years. I was a traveling salesman, and virtually every day I'd have pizza. I remember one day I thought, I'm going to get something healthy today, and I got fast food. I, I, I got like a, a steak burger and fries. I thought that was healthy, seriously. <laughs> and uh, anyway, we estimated that in the years that I taught at that Bible school for 83 to 87, that I had 3,000 slices of pizza at that one pizzeria. I actually had an account there where I would pay <laughs> once a month, and I was thin in those days. Uh, and the other thing, the other thing was I was a chocoholic. Uh, well, that I know firsthand. I, yeah, all my, I remember you telling me you never, ever saw someone love chocolate as much <laughs> as I did. Absolutely. You and the kids, uh, you may get in the kids, got me one time uh, a, uh, a, um, a T-shirt that said I, I, never, I never met a piece of chocolate that I didn't like. And I would realize, like, if I would fast for a few days, and then I'd break the fast. Because I was very disciplined in my lifestyle. I was just ate the wrong stuff. Well, let, let's talk about that for a minute. That, that is one of the hallmarks of who you are as a person. I've known it, seen it behind the scenes firsthand. You teach, you, you, you walk it out, what you teach. You are a very disciplined person, though in your walk with God, even with exercise, but not with food at that time? Well, see, I was disciplined in terms of I would only eat so much. I was disciplined in, in terms of I was not a glutton and would just sit there and pig out. I was disciplined in terms of I would fast regularly, but I was addicted to chocolate. I'd break a fast and have some food, and I still didn't feel right. I'd have a headache and didn't feel right. Then when I'd get those M&Ms, those peanut M&Ms, then I was good. So <laughs> I was a chocoholic. I was a food addict. I didn't even know there was such a category. Never even thought about it for decades of my life, being a food addict. And I think sometimes, okay, you know, I should cut back on this, or I should be more disciplined. I had a stretch, Ryan, when, when I was doing my Ph.D. work and teaching at this Bible school in Long Island, that I would have sweets one day a month, one day a month. And I did that for almost a year. And then I'd get back off it and back to all the chocolate ice cream and back to all the chocolate candy and back to it. And, and it wasn't just I enjoyed having it. I needed to have it. If I didn't have it, I'd be, I had those cravings. I would feel weak. So, look, I was, I was shooting heroin and a heavy drug user before I got saved. And, and when God finally dealt with me and gave me the grace to get free in, in uh, 2014, beginning in August of 2014, I found it harder to give up chocolate than to give up heroin. It is that addicting. It is that life-controlling. And, and my entire life, until I was 59 years old, I always ate unhealthily. And as the years went on, as the years went on, I was getting heavier. And a lot of people thought, well, you're a big guy. I was 6'3", and I worked out. Uh, almost no one looked at me as being obese. I mean, Nancy did. She, she knew I was. And, and I was embarrassed by my weight. People said, so you're, you're a big guy. And I'm thinking, this is, this is wrong. I'm getting older. I, I weigh 275 pounds. Okay, also, though, in, in August of 2014, when you weighed 275, give the people listening, just so they, they'll know just how unhealthy your lifestyle had been leading up to this point, give everybody a snapshot of, of what your health was like, the, the, the things that you write about in your book, just so the people at home will know how Jesus set you free. This is incredible, all the things that you were dealing with in your life physically at the time. Yeah, and look, I just thought it's normal. You know, this is just normal life. I was pushing hard. I was traveling around the world preaching. I was doing heavy workouts with a trainer, but I was fighting exhaustion, tiredness all the time. It was grueling. For the first time in my life, I was not super excited about the future because I'm thinking, how can I ever sustain this pace? I had headaches, oh, probably three, four times a week. Right? I'd take Advil or something like that, three, four times a week. I had virtually constant lower back pain. Uh, I, uh, I had severe sleep apnea. It used to be mild, become severe, so I had to travel around the world with a breathing machine. This was just 
normal life. My cholesterol was as high as 230. My blood pressure, this is probably the most dangerous of all, was 149 over 103. That's high blood pressure. And this is called the silent killer. And, and I remember Nancy telling me, you can't do what you're doing. You can't live the way you're living and work out the way you're working out with high blood pressure. It's crazy. Well, as a result of radically changing my lifestyle by God's grace, and again, if I could do it, anybody could do it. Nancy would say the same about her. If she could do it, anybody could do it. In less than eight months, not by dieting, but by transforming my relationship to food and eating only healthy foods always without exception, in less than eight months, I went from 275 pounds to 180. And by God's grace, I've sustained my weight, put on a little muscle, so maybe about 185 now. I, I went, my high blood pressure went from 149 over 103 to an average of about maybe 100, 105 over 65. Cholesterol went from a high of 230, and the, the, the bad used to be high and the good used to be low. It's gone down to 123 with the good being high and the bad being low. No more back pain. I haven't had a headache in two and a half years. And I lost enough weight that even though doctors had told me there was nothing that could be done surgically for my sleep apnea, what happened was I lost enough weight that I don't need the breathing machine anymore. And my immune system is radically different and my energy level is off the charts. I'll work out now with guys in their 20s and 30s and they're running into the bathroom to throw up because they can't keep up with us with my trainer and me, and I tell them it's not just because I'm mentally tough and it's not just because I work out regularly. It's the healthy fuel I'm putting into my body. It has been literally life-transforming. And, Ryan, wherever I travel, I talk to people. Many of them have known me for, for decades, and, and they're, they're getting older with me. And they all want to know, what have you done? How have you done it? I need your book. Before the book came out, this is, where's that book? I need that book. I need to read it. And when I was in Italy, I've been going there since 1987, so I've been there 24 ministry trips. One of my friends who's in his 60s now, he said, Mike, you're the only one I know who, as you're getting older, you're actually getting younger. Wow. Now, you, during this time, were, you weren't taking any kind of special vitamins, any kind of magic pills, energy drinks. It was a lifestyle change, correct? I mean, I just take a multivitamin, but I, I used to, in the old days, I tried everything. I tried every magic pill. I tried magic cream to reduce <laughs> fat. I tried And energy, it was always the lifelong quest for energy. How can I get more energy? Not to get a drug high, no, but to get more energy so I could live more vibrantly because I always felt tired and run down. And someone would say to me, you preached around the world. You wrote all those books. You kept that crazy schedule always feeling run down. Yeah, I always fought it, and I was always looking for an energy thing. And of course, if I'm traveling overseas, I travel with the five-hour energy drink, or always the, you know, the, the super one, the, the one that had more boost to it. If I'm going to be taking a long car ride, I'd always have that stuff, so I'd get these energy bursts, and, and, and I, I'm writing all night. I, I'd use this stuff and try to get healthy energy drinks and just always looking for some trick. When I did this, got rid of all the tricks, ate healthily, did it God's way, and found out that when he put in plants and when he put in fruits and when he put in these natural things, that's what our body needs. He designed us. He knows what our body needs. When we put in the right fuel, suddenly this body starts to function the way God intended it to. Now, could you have done this? And you, you make it clear that this is not a diet book. You're not, you're not a, a dietitian or you don't have a degree in uh, health, uh, in nutrition. Uh, but you make it clear that this is what I did to change my lifestyle, and uh, if I can do it, you can do it. Now, Yeah, abs absolutely. And, and again, we do give guidelines. Nancy and I say here are practical steps to take. We give links. Here, here are links with recipes. Here are links with other doctors who will give you more details and things like that. But no, it's, there, there's a ton of diet books out there. Ours is not a diet book. Our book is meant to ignite a spark in you, to give you hope, to give you courage, to give you a plan for your life to be changed. Now, something happened to you on September 9th, 2014, that kind of changed everything. But I want to talk about that in a second segment. But what made you get to that place where you knew that you knew that you had to make a change? I journal in the book how many years it was that my fat, my overweight bothered me. And Nancy had no idea it bothered me as much as it did. I found journal entries when I was 20 pounds overweight, 
30 pounds overweight, 50 pounds overweight. Big goal this year, get get in shape, get this weight off. It bothered me. It embarrassed me because even though other people didn't say to me, you're fat and you're obese, and it bothered me because I said, I, I love the Lord. I'm, I'm a servant of God. I'm a man of God. I live a disciplined life, and yet I'm fat. I'm overweight. And, and yet I'm, I'm looking at a room with other leaders. It's like I'm, I'm the heaviest guy in this room. Why, why is that? So I was embarrassed. I felt it was not in keeping with, with, my, with my testimony and that it could potentially detract from the gospel. Let's say I'm debating some you know, gay activist on a college campus and he's you know, nicely dressed and slick-looking guy and I'm there heavy. It's like I, I don't think that, that adds to my presentation or enhances it. So I was literally embarrassed and was crying out to God because I realized, okay, I have certain clothes I've been wearing for some years, you know, my, my heavy clothes, and they're getting tight. And I was not going to get heavier clothes because I thought, where does it go next? 300 pounds? 350? I never thought I'd be 275. So I got to that point, and I thought, this is unhealthy, high blood pressure. This is unhealthy. You're playing with fire. So I was crying out to God on my end. What I didn't know was that Nancy was crying out to God on her end, and she was seeking God earnestly because she knew the way I was living was, was deadly. And she was crying out to God for me and also crying out that God would give her creative ideas because we both knew there was no way I was going to adopt a super healthy eating style because I couldn't do it on the road and I didn't like all the foods I was supposed to like and there was no way I could do it. That's what we were both thinking, but we both cried out to God independently at the same time. And then I came to her August 23rd of 2014. I said, my plan's not working. I, I need to make a radical change. And she said, okay. Just eat what I give you. And that's when the miracle began. Now, when we come back, I want to talk about why people are so addicted to unhealthy foods and in the major change that came on September 9th, 2014 with you. But before we go to break, what, what are people saying about this book and this teaching that you're doing? I just uh, heard from someone yesterday. He showed me a, a video of this woman when she found out that he knew me. She, she recorded a video. She was almost preaching to me. Her whole life has been changed. She has lost weight. Her emotions are stabilized. She was on different kinds of meds, uh, different struggles she was having physically and emotionally. She changed her diet. Now it's changed everything. She's off medication. Uh, we've heard from uh, a couple of folks that within a month got off their diabetes medication. We've heard from folks that within two months have lost 30 pounds. Uh, one guy wrote and said, I, I either do this or I die. I know it. I'm morbidly obese. I either do this or I die. For the first time, I have hope with your book. So the, the testimonies are incredible. Okay, let's be honest. Everybody that's listening, we all need this book. We need to listen to this teaching because it is shocking. It's surprising what we are putting in our bodies. I didn't even realize after reading this book what I was doing to my own body and, and the things that I personally, uh, I, I'm not, I don't consider myself a, addicted to food, but I am addicted to certain uh, elements that are in food that I need to take care of. And I know that when I don't eat right, that my energy level's down, which you talk about in the book, because uh, you're, you're, I'm 43 years old, and you feel the effects of years of unhealthy eating. And I, and I certainly appreciate that how in the book that you candidly talk about how you were transformed uh, from the inside out, and you say clearly that you couldn't have done it without the help of the Lord and, and Nancy praying and you praying, going after God. So the book is called Breaking the Stronghold of Food. It's a brand new book and an exclusive three-CD set called Dr. Brown Coaches You to Healthy Living. Now, in this book, he, he really lays it out clearly for everyone that's reading, no matter how much you love food or don't love food or how much you weigh. And he lays it out that you can do this. If I can do it, you can do it because Dr. Brown has been there, done that. He knows what it's like to eat in an unhealthy way and, and bring uh, uh, things on his body that just cause him to be run down. You got to get this book in three CD set. When we come back, we're going to talk about and I had permission from Dr. Brown to say this, but we're going to talk about how he broke down and literally cried like a baby uh, with this new way that he was living. We'll be right back. 
What if you could be the healthiest you've been in years, or maybe your whole life, reversing some of life's most threatening diseases? You could find yourself more vibrant at 60 than you were at 40. You could be fit and trim, having tons more energy for your family, your friends, your job, your ministry, your hobbies, and your life, not to mention for your Lord. You would never feel bloated or stuffed and never feel bad about what you ate. What if you weren't ashamed of the way you look? What if you could do all this simply by changing your relationship with food? God has shown Dr. Michael Brown how to marry the natural with supernatural healthy living. I was the poster boy for unhealthy eating. I used to have Oreos for breakfast. If God could change my palate, he could change anybody's palate. Call now to get Dr. Michael Brown's life-changing book, Breaking the Stronghold of Food, and his four-part audio CD teaching set, Dr. Brown Coaches You to Healthy Living, which is exclusive to our rich supernatural audience, yours. For a donation of $35, shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9472. In this brand new life-changing book, Dr. Brown and his wife Nancy share their own story of how God propelled them into a life of healthy living. Through this book, you will understand 10 ways to know if you are a food addict, scientific proof that food can be as addicting as heroin. God can set you free from food addictions. Eight ways to change your mind about food and what you can be eating. 10 divine keys to a new way of life. This is not a medical book, a nutritional book, a diet book, or a recipe book. It is a book that will help you break the strongholds of food in your life. As a result of this powerful lifestyle change, Dr. Michael Brown lost 95 pounds in under eight months. His blood pressure went down from 149 over 103 down to 105 over 65. His cholesterol went from a high of 230 down to 123. He would get a headache three to four times a week. Now they are totally gone. His chronic lower back pain is totally vanished. He was healed of a 15-year bout with sleep disorder. I lost uh, 95 pounds in a little under eight months only eating the good and healthy stuff and it's not just the weight loss my whole life has been radically dramatically revitalized I feel like a brand new man I'm actually getting younger as I'm getting old plus you will receive Dr. Brown's four-part audio CD teaching set Dr. Brown coaches you to healthy living which is exclusive to our it's supernatural audience the very first CD includes Sid Roth's candid interview with both Dr. Brown and his wife Nancy regarding their lifestyle change Dr. Brown actually coaches you on how to begin and sustain this God-given way of living where you will be healthier than you've ever been in your whole life and reverse the effects of sickness and disease in your body. Included on this CD is Dr. Brown and Nancy praying for the power of God's Spirit to come upon you. A professional psychologist is now recommending this book to his patients. Another person shares that he no longer needs his diabetes medication after just one month. Still another lost 30 pounds in just two months. Sid Roth says, I have cut my medication for blood pressure down from 100 milligrams to 25 milligrams in one month's time. Don't miss out on getting Dr. Michael Brown's life-changing book, Breaking the Stronghold of Food, and his four-part audio CD teaching set, Dr. Brown Coaches You to Healthy Living, which is exclusive to our rich supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9472. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 3 39222 Charlotte, North Carolina 28278. Please specify offer number 9472 or log on to sidroth.org. Call or write today. Okay, we're back with Dr. Michael Brown, who happens to be my father-in-law, and everything that he wrote in the book, I saw firsthand uh, when it came to his transformation, and it's the real deal. And he would tell you that if he could do it, Anybody could do it because I know how many times he's been to Italy and traveled the world and loved eating the pizza and loved eating the gourmet food and the mozzarella and and he just he he doesn't have that kind of addiction anymore. And uh, Dr. Brown, uh, there are so many people uh, in the world, especially America, that have a big problem with food. And and if we could just talk about even believers right now, uh, uh, why is it such a big problem? Well, th there are a few reasons for it. One is uh, we all have to eat in order to live. When when God set me free from drugs in in uh, 1971, well, I was, I was away from drugs. Now I, it's not like every restaurant you went into, someone's offering you heroin or cocaine or LSD. It's not like if you're flying on a plane, the flight attendant's coming through offering you drugs. 
but you got to eat food every day. It's around you all the time. So that's one issue. We need to eat in order to live. And, and therefore, if we don't eat in healthy ways or if we have bad habits, it's around us constantly. Also, in, in past times in many cultures, you were just trying to find enough food to survive. We've been to places in India where the people are virtually emaciated and they work all day for a dollar or two a day just to get enough food, enough rice to make it through the day. It's the exact opposite in America. We have a culture of extreme decadence where you go into our restaurants and you can get desserts like death by chocolate or <laughs> chocolate suicide or, or, or chocolate decadence. And, and, and that's just the names of them. And the portions are massive. Uh, I eat less than 2,000 calories a day. I eat a ton of food because I eat lots of, of, of plant-based, you know, massive salads and things like that. But I've seen desserts in restaurants for a single person that the dessert is 2,500 calories. And then you add in, say, if you go out to eat, then you got the, the special rolls that they cook, and then you get the appetizers, then you get your main course with side dishes, and then dessert. And, and we've had more in that one meal than we actually need in, in an entire day plus. So we've got all these endless choices. The, the people that like the Starbucks Frappuccinos and get those and a couple of donuts, and you're already way over your sugar content, what you should have for the whole day just to start your morning off. So we've got all these unhealthy choices, and then there are actually addictive things in the foods. This is not some internet conspiracy theory. This is well-known stuff. For example, uh, Oreos have within them addictive qualities so that when you eat them regularly, you literally become addicted. And when you eat certain foods, these sweets and things like this, they, they release dopamines in your brain. This is kind of a pleasure thing. And, and then... This, this is associated with eating these foods, and it gets you in a certain mood. And if you don't have them, you're, you're body crazy. You can have an emotional craving. Uh, I reference in our book, Breaking the Stronghold of Food, a study that was done at one university where they, they addicted rats to Oreo cookies and to cocaine. And then they took both away to see which one they wanted. And they were equally addicted to both. Think of that. The power of cocaine to addict is the same as the power of Oreos to addict. That's incredible. You say some, some potato chips or something like that, and they've, they've got a certain salt. You know, the way they're salted things, you eat it, it, mm, it creates a desire for another one. So many of us grew up eating in unhealthy ways. It's part of our fast food culture. Remember, this fast food stuff didn't exist at a certain point in their history. And generally speaking... When someone would prepare a meal at home and, and do what they would do with that, or you live on a farm and you're, you know, there's just more food preparation that would go into things and there would be more thought about it. Now it's just grab this, it tastes good. And, and I started to think to myself, you know, why is it in every area of life I have to be disciplined? I, I say no to this. You're married. You say no to lustful thoughts about other women. You say no to relationships with other women. You, you don't uh, get drunk. You don't get high. Uh, if, if you want to watch a movie, you don't watch a movie with all kinds of sex scenes and so on and gratuitous violence. And, but with food, I thought every single day, I, I think, mm, I want to get this. Mm, today I'm going to have this. Mm. I thought, I, I'm indulging the flesh with my diet every single day. And, and I always had to have sweets. I mean, always chocolates at least two times a day, sometimes three times a day. And I, I was noticing that my, my chocolate tastes were getting more extreme, meaning when I was going to have ice cream, I, could, I didn't just want a bowl of chocolate ice cream. I wanted Ben and Jerry's New York Super Fudge Chunk. <laughs> and that whole pint, I'd eat it in two sittings in the night. You know, that was my discipline, two sittings, not just one. That was 1,200 calories just for that. And, and then, and then uh, if I went, say, to Dairy Queen, Okay, I, I, I got online to check. It was going to be 1,500 calories. So I would literally skip a meal. I would skip a meal in order to have that, uh, that food. I would get a chocolate extreme blizzard, the large one. So it was the most extreme one that they have, but the most stuff in it. And I'd say to myself, well, where, where does this go next? I mean, what, what do you do beyond this? So I may have been more extreme in some of these things, but a good way for someone to find out if they're addicted all right, 
take your favorite food and don't have it for a week or for a month. Uh oh. If that it's like, well, no, I can't. I can't even. Ma- I can't <laughs> even think of that. Okay, you're probably addicted to it. Or how about this? You know for a fact that if you ate differently, certain sicknesses would leave. You would be healthier. You would live longer. You would be stronger. You you know all that to be true, all right? But you won't do it because you love your food. That's another sign that you're an addict. So let me ask you this. Um, it it seems at first to be difficult to press through, uh, to be healthy, to live this lifestyle. But once you're in, you're in, correct? Oh, oh yeah. Once you make the change, the benefits that you start to experience are incredible. Now, speaking of uh, change, on September 9th, 2014, you had a very significant moment between your relationship to food, yourself, your your family, and before God, you literally broke down crying. Bring us back to that night. <laughs> okay. Uh, here is what happened. Uh, I was... Uh, I was uh, a little over two weeks into my new lifestyle, right? I started August 24th. Uh, so I, I had gotten free from the addictions. That was three days of misery. Uh, you know, just, um, you know, what can I say? I, 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 I found it harder to break free from food and, and from chocolate and, and all the stuff I had every day, the breads I had. I found it harder to break free from those things and drugs. I had to pray through, you know, the third day finally got through. And by the way, on the CD series where where I I, I serve as kind of a life coach, we'll break it down, all right? When you make the change, here's what you can expect. Uh, Here's how you you overcome it. Here's how you can get stronger and and so on. So I I broke the addictions. Uh, The poisons had left my body. And I was in the process of renewing my mind. Uh, Why do I eat? Food is not my reward. Uh, my reward is a blessed life, and, and so on and so forth. And then I, uh, I was doing better. I thought, okay, this is great. I'm enjoying all the foods I'm eating. I'm, I'm enjoying the big salads. I'm feeling better. I'm feeling different. This is great. I'm losing weight already because I average losing about 14 pounds a month, just, again, uh, immediately, uh, not dieting but eating healthily. So what happened was I came home from doing radio. I do radio 2 to 4 in the afternoon. I was going to take a quick nap, and and uh, I hadn't gotten enough sleep during the night, so I was going to take a quick nap and then get up and teach my night class. And when I got up to teach, for some reason, I had this intense desire for something sweet. And I thought, okay, that's a good thing. Sweet tooth is good. This is what I learned. I'd read. That means fruits. Have some fruits, the natural sugar. That's what you need right now. Well, for some strange reason, we didn't have any fruit in the house. So I thought, okay, oh, no, what time is it? i got to get right to class. What am I going to do? But i I, I got to eat some. I, I need some sweet. I want something sweet. So I run into this convenience store. Uh, I'd seen some you know, watermelon chunks in there the other day. It's like, they have watermelon chunks. It's like, no, no, don't. It's like, okay, um, <laughs> that's not going to work. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? So I go into another store. And at this point, I've, I'm, I'm starting to feel a little desperate. It's like, all right, I need something sweet. I don't know why I was feeling this way. I, what am I going to do? It's like, well, wait a second. You're going to live like this the rest of your life? You're never going to have another slice of pizza. Never going to have a piece of chocolate. This is how you're going to live the rest of your life. Yeah, and you gotta, you're struggling. You've got to find fruit somewhere. You can't find fruit. And I'm, I'm getting emotionally wrought up over this. So I'm looking at the fruit juices. Uh, I remember Nancy telling me, you don't want to go for the fruit juices because they have sugar in them, you know, and, and, and I'm, I'm finally finding this naked juice, and it seemed to be pretty healthy, and I thought, okay, I'll get that. So I drank half of the, uh, you know, half of the, the bottle, and I'm, I'm pulling up to class to teach, literally three, four minutes before class, and I'm thinking, I can't do that. I, I cannot live like this the rest of my life. I can't do it. And sitting there in my car, I'm about to go in and teach at our, at our ministry school, teach a class uh, <laughs> on Jesus revolution for young leaders, you know, training leaders, all right, the next generation of leaders. And I sit in my car and I literally start crying like a baby. By the way, I, I tell the story in the book, and in the book you get Nancy's reactions 
to the story as I'm telling it. I literally broke down crying like a baby, and I said, I can't, I can't. And <laughs> what you have to understand is two things were going on. In reality, I was coming to the, to the, the end of my rope. I, I literally was hitting rock bottom, and I, I was coming to that point where God's strength is made perfect in weakness and is as painful and pathetic as it was. I mean, I'm crying like a baby because I can't eat certain foods. Think of that, man of God, powerful <laughs> man of God, Dr. Michael Brown, crying like a baby about food. On the one hand, I was literally crying, and I was literally thinking, I can't do this. On the other hand, I was literally watching myself from outside, laughing at myself, thinking this is just what you need. Because when you hit bottom, when you come to the end of your own strength, you come to God's strength. And that was it. I, I, I wiped the tears off my eyes. I, I went in and taught, and I never had another crisis since, not a single time. And, and I mean traveling around the world, 30, 40 hours of flights and travel, and having to figure out, okay, a plan where I bring some healthy foods with me and, and travel with healthy foods. I mean, you know, getting off the plane and the only food is airport food. I just try to find an apple. Every so often, I'd have like a minor mental thing like, you know, you can't eat this, you can't eat this. But I'm telling you, absolutely minor. I love the new lifestyle. I love eating the way I do. Even if I didn't like the food, which I happen to, the benefits are so wonderful and so overwhelming and so glorious and so extraordinary that even if I didn't like the food, it would be worth eating it. The fact is I enjoy it. I enjoy my salads every day. I enjoy these healthy soups. I, I enjoy all the new things that I would have spit out before, stuff I would have paid you money not <laughs> to eat in the past. I thoroughly enjoy. And, and I can tell you God's grace is sufficient. If, if I could do it, the ultimate food wimp, you know me, Ryan, I was yes. fearless. I'd preach in any setting. I've literally risked my life in different settings overseas preaching the gospel, and I did it without fear. But when it came to changing my lifestyle with food and eating healthy foods and giving up other foods, I was an utter wimp, and God's grace prevailed. Why is it? We can believe God for grace to get set free from alcohol, set free from drugs, God's grace to heal us, God's grace to help us in the midst of fear. Why can't we believe God for his grace to help us change our relationship to food? Which is what I want to talk about in the third segment, God's perspective. But real quick, uh, the, this would you agree with his statement that most of the food that we're eating is literally tearing our bodies down, not building our bodies up? Oh, absolutely. Uh, Dr. Joel Furman, whose, whose guidelines we follow, he's a, he's a medical doctor. Uh, he says that the standard American diet is deadly. Uh, he says that we're digging our own grave with, with uh, knives and forks. So absolutely, the great majority of what Americans eat on a regular basis is unhealthy. It works against our well-being rather than towards it. Okay, Dr. Brown and Nancy Brown's brand-new book, Breaking the Stronghold of Food, and I know there's many people that are listening. You're finding yourself uh, lethargic. Uh, you don't have a lot of energy for your families, especially the older you get. And, and I know many people listening are, are, are wondering, I, I, need a, I need a new me. I need a new version of me. And for many of you listening, it has to do with the way you've been eating. And in this brand new book, Dr. Brown tells a story of his own life transformation. And you're going to be encouraged. You're going to be edified. You'll laugh. You'll be challenged. You'll know what you're supposed to do. This book will give you hope. And, and it'll teach you how God will, will just come in and visit you and, and really be a part of this whole transformation in your life. And it will literally help you break the stronghold of food in your life and lead you to a whole new way of living and eating. And he also did an exclusive three CD set for us and how he literally coaches you to healthy living in the CD series. Dr. Brown shares with you the 10 ways to know if you're a food addict. And I'm telling you, most of us will find ourselves on that list. And he'll tell you, that list that he came up with, he was 10 for 10 on it, but now he's 0 for 10. And if he can do it, you can do it. 
When we come back, I want to talk about, so where do we start? Where do, where do we start going from here? We, we've talked about how bad food is, and most of us should know that already. I mean, Oreos, who doesn't like Oreos? But they're horrible for you. And where do we start, though? Where, what is God thinking about this? How do we present ourselves before God? And, and how do we begin to break the stronghold of food in our lives? We'll be right back. What if you could be the healthiest you've been in years, or maybe your whole life, reversing some of life's most threatening diseases? You could find yourself more vibrant at 60 than you were at 40. You could be fit and trim, having tons more energy for your family, your friends, your job, your ministry, your hobbies, and your life, not to mention for your Lord. You would never feel bloated or stuffed and never feel bad about what you ate. What if you weren't ashamed of the way you look? What if you could do all this simply by changing your relationship with food. God has shown Dr. Michael Brown how to marry the natural with supernatural healthy living. I was the poster boy for unhealthy eating. I used to have Oreos for breakfast. If God could change my palate, he could change anybody's palate. Call now to get Dr. Michael Brown's life-changing book, Breaking the Stronghold of Food, and his four-part audio CD teaching set, Dr. Brown Coaches You to Healthy Living, which is exclusive to our rich supernatural audience, yours. For a donation of $35, shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9472. In this brand new life-changing book, Dr. Brown and his wife Nancy share their own story of how God propelled them into a life of healthy living. Through this book, you will understand 10 ways to know if you are a food addict, scientific proof that food can be as addicting as heroin. God can set you free from food addictions. Eight ways to change your mind about food and what you can be eating. 10 divine keys to a new way of life. This is not a medical book, a nutritional book, a diet book, or a recipe book. It is a book that will help you break the strongholds of food in your life. As a result of this powerful lifestyle change, Dr. Michael Brown lost 95 pounds in under eight months. His blood pressure went down from 149 over 103 down to 105 over 65. His cholesterol went from a high of 230 down to 123. He would get a headache three to four times a week. Now they are totally gone. His chronic lower back pain is totally vanished. He was healed of a 15-year bout with sleep disorder. I lost uh, 95 pounds in a little under eight months only eating the good and healthy stuff. And it's not just the weight loss. My whole life has been radically, dramatically revitalized. I feel like a brand new man. I'm actually getting younger as I'm getting old. Plus, you will receive Dr. Brown's four-part audio CD teaching set. Dr. Brown coaches you to healthy living, which is exclusive to our It's Supernatural audience. The very first CD includes Sid Roth's candid interview with both Dr. Brown and his wife, Nancy, regarding their lifestyle change. Dr. Brown actually coaches you on how to begin and sustain this God-given way of living where you will be healthier than you've ever been in your whole life and reverse the effects of sickness and disease in your body. Included on this CD is Dr. Brown and Nancy praying for the power of God's Spirit to come upon you. A professional psychologist is now recommending this book to his patients. Another person shares that he no longer needs his diabetes medication after just one month. Still another lost 30 pounds in just two months. Sid Roth says, I have cut my medication for blood pressure down from 100 milligrams to 25 milligrams in one month's time. Don't miss out on getting Dr. Michael Brown's life-changing book, Breaking the Stronghold of Food, and his four-part audio CD teaching set, Dr. Brown Coaches You to Healthy Living, which is exclusive to our rich supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9472. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 3 9222 Charlotte, North Carolina 28278. Please specify offer number 9472 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Okay, we're back with Dr. Michael Brown, and I have to be honest with you, knowing him as personally as I do, it's fun to hear his uh, stories of uh, uh, how wimpy he was with food, but then to see the amazing radical change in his life, and he does not deviate from it at all. I watched him eat that big salad last night, and he tackles that thing, and he does not deviate. And because of it, uh, what what has happened because of the changes you've made in your body? Well, I'm I'm a new man. I I mean, the the energy, the the vitality, uh, just turned 62, and you know I, I never imagined 62 would feel this young. 
Uh, I, I was down in Orlando a few weeks ago recording uh, TV shows for God TV, and there are 16, they're, they're 30 minute shows, you know, preaching shows, and, and um, it's airing in the spring, and we, we did um, 16 shows in two days, so I, I preached eight 30 minute shows in two days and was vibrant. There's no issue, it was not worn out. It's not exhausting. People think, how, how the world do you do it? Here, I, I uh, was part of leading a tour to Israel in late February, early March, and we, we leave Israel, say, like 12, 15 in, in the morning, so, you know, late night, early morning. Uh, the flight's like 11-hour flight, get into Kennedy Airport at 4-something in the morning, and then get a flight uh, to North Carolina, 8-something in the morning. So I'm getting home, you know, 10, 11 in the morning. And got home, uh, went from there, did my radio show, put in a normal day, didn't skip a beat. It's like, you just came back from overseas. Like, yeah, and uh, came back from Singapore early in the year, 30 hours travel, uh, get get back one day, put in a normal day. Keep. How is it? Well, there's discipline, there's grace, but it's the lifestyle change. It's the energy of the lifestyle change. For my 61st birthday, I did a workout with 1,400 reps, of, of uh, including 200 push-ups, 200 jump squats, uh, 200 crunches, uh, 100 leg kicks uh, with, with each leg. It, you know, it was a pretty rigorous, uh, pretty rigorous workout, and I did it under 24 minutes. Say 1,400 wow. reps under 24 minutes. Now, I'm sure the reps were pretty wimpy in form, but the, <laughs> it was more for cardio than anything else I was doing it. There's no way under the sun I'd be able to do what I'm doing, if not for the healthy lifestyle change. Okay, now your wife, Nancy, my mother-in-law, she had a not only a big part to play in your uh, lifestyle change, uh, but she is a big part of this book. T- talk to us about that. Well, we wrote it together, and, and many women relate to food differently than men. Many women lose weight differently than men. So it was absolutely critical that people heard uh, her voice as well, especially for the female readers. And not only so, it was important to get her take on what I was sharing. And, and most of all, look, you know how people esteem her wisdom. You know how I esteem her wisdom, that sometimes I can talk for an hour and she can talk for a minute, and the minute from her is more impacting and, and more uh, full of, of content than my my hour was. So it was essential to get her voice in the book, and we worked many, many, many hours together to get her voice. So her whole story is told in an appendix in the back of the book because she was a self-described glutton. She was uh, completely paralyzed by being overweight. She was in aches and pains all the time. She was so embarrassed by being overweight, she didn't even want to leave the house. And, uh, you know, she, she knew... That, that she was developing health issues. I mean, Ryan, look, we're talking about there are things like, like heart disease, number one killer in America. The vast, vast, vast majority of heart disease is preventable and can even be reversed through healthy eating. You're talking about things like type 2 diabetes. It is 100% reversible through healthy eating. And, and you have to ask the question, you have to ask the question, if I know that what I'm doing is destroying my health. How can I do that in faith before God? How can I glorify God with my body when, when I know I am destroying it with what I'm eating? Then I, I know I'm getting heavier and heavier. Or even if I'm not getting heavy at the moment, my, my blood pressure is getting higher and higher, and I'm developing these other problems and these other issues. So in point of fact, it's a stewardship thing. Before God, and, and we've got some strong chapters in the book, like what if unhealthy eating is sin? Strong questions like that. And, and really, we, we need to ask these questions before God. Ron, there's a pastor that Nancy and I knew many years ago, and he had type 2 diabetes. And she said to him, do you know this can be 100% reversed uh, if you eat healthily? And, and he said, yeah, I know. She said, if you eat veggies, if you become a vegetarian, the diabetes will reverse itself and go away. He said, I know, but I love my, I, I hate veggies, and I, I love my food. You think, wow. that, that's a pastor? Wow. That's a man of God? 
Well, let's talk about that. Let, let's talk about excuses. You write about that in the book, No More Excuses. How, how do we break free from the excuse mentality? All right, well, we've we got to be honest. We, we've got to put our excuses before God and look at it like anything else. You know, if, if um, uh, I, I said to you, uh, I'm talking to somebody, and they said, yeah, I got an issue with pornography, but, you know, I, I just like my pornography. Would that be acceptable? Nope. Yeah, I know I shouldn't be committing adultery, but, but I kind of like this person. Would, would that be acceptable? Well, you know, I, I know I shouldn't be getting drunk, but I'm into it. Yeah, yeah, I know I'm, I'm spending, yeah, I'm a pastor and I'm, I'm stealing church money to use it for gambling. But, you know, I'm into, ga- I like my gambling. That would not be acceptable in any other area of life. Why, why is it acceptable when it comes to food? That, yeah, I know I could be healthier. Yeah, I know I could get rid of these sicknesses. Yeah, I know I could live longer. Yeah, I know I could be here for my family. Yeah, I know I'd have more energy to serve the Lord. Yeah, I know these sicknesses would go away, but I like my food. Or I don't know how to get free. Or I, I, I need my coffee every day. Or whatever in the world it is. Uh, why is it that we accept excuses when it comes to unhealthy eating? We need to start before God. And acknowledge it. We need to start before God and say, God, I'm a food addict. God, I have an issue with food. God, I'm a wimp when it comes to food. Whatever it is, and say, God, no more excuses. I confess my sin. I confess my weakness, and I need your help. There is a Hebrew word called acharit that you talk about in the book, and I've heard you preach on it before, uh, could you break down what that word means and how how we should value that word that God gave us? Oh yeah, it's it's a very heavy concept. Uh, I have literally preached it around the world, and I can come back to a country twenty years later, and people will come up to me. We don't speak the same language, but they'll come up to me and they'll look at me. And they say, "Acharit, acharit." It's one of these biblical truths that makes an everlasting impression on you. And I open it up in the book when it comes to food. The, the word acharit comes from the Hebrew word for back or, or hinder parts. And the concept is this, that from your vantage point, you don't see the back. It's, this is what comes after. And it's used in the scripture. It can mean the end, like the end of days in, in Isaiah 2. But it can also mean the end in terms of the final consequence. So Proverbs 5 uses it twice. The adulteress, she looks so good. She's so beautiful. You, oh, you need her. You want her. Oh, but her acharit. In other words, the final consequences of associating with her are deadly. And then it talks about how, how you in your acharit, you're a married man, you're a called man. You and your acharit will groan as your flesh and body are consumed, obviously, with sexually transmitted disease. Yeah, this, is, this is in the Bible. So the principle is this, that Satan wants you to live for the now. Yes. Think of the very first temptation in the Bible. It's a food-related temptation. <laughs> in Genesis, the, uh, Genesis, the second chapter, that Satan tapes, tempts the woman with food, food from the, the tree of life. Mmm, you want this. And she looks, yeah, look, look good for food. Yeah, and it's something to be desired. It's attractive. It's attractive. A tree to make one wise. In other words, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Have it now. You want it now. You've got to have it. Indulge yourself now. Don't think about tomorrow. Don't think about the consequences. Don't think about the acharit. When it comes to food, you don't think about the fact that you're going to die of a heart attack at 55 when you could have lived to be 90. Don't, don't think about the fact that you, you hardly be able to get out of bed in the morning when you're 60 years old, aches and pains from head to toe, when you could be running marathons. Don't, don't think about the fact that you could have seen your, your grandchildren grow up. No, 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 don't think about that because you want this food now. You have to have this now. And in point of fact, the way most of us live, we are not thinking of the acharit when it comes to food, which is both sinful and poor stewardship. But our book is not there to condemn our book is to encourage and to say, God wants to help you the same way he helps you in every other area of life. He'll help you here. And we also encourage folks to live in such a way that they look at this as if unhealthy eating is sin. In other words, 
just like when I got free from drugs, I didn't say, okay, I'm only going to have cocaine on Wednesdays. No, no, no more cocaine, no more heroin, because I recognized they were sinful. I also recognized that if you open the door to one thing, you don't know what's coming next. If you're in a, a sinful relationship with someone and you break free, you don't cut it back, you cut it out. So what we found and what we encourage folks is be all in. When God sets you free, when God changes you, when God helps you, be all in. Don't play games with it. A friend of mine told me the other day, said, Mike, I can't believe it. My wife and I, we are off uh, flour and sugar for a month and we we're for 30 days and we feel so good. It's incredible. We've lost weight. Uh, we're just feeling better in every way. It's amazing what happens when you get rid of that junk. And he said, so we're off it for 30 days. I said, man, that's awesome. I'm off pornography for 30 days. And he said, all right, I get your point. He started laughing. Always, if it's wrong, you don't go off it for 30 days. <laughs> go off it and replace it with healthy stuff. And see, here's the thing, Ryan. The reason that the vast majority of diets fail is because we keep our bad foods. We just eat them less. So we keep the addiction. We keep That's the true. dependence. Plus, when we eat the bad foods a little less or a lot less, we constantly feel deprived. We constantly feel like we're missing something. When you get rid of the bad foods and replace them with good foods, and we give you practical steps to take in the book, and, and on, on the coaching CDs that we did specially for Messianic Vision, when, when, when we do those, uh, we, we go step by step of practical ways to do this and have a plan and so on. But when you replace the bad stuff with the good stuff, you don't feel deprived. You're, you don't feel weak and wish you could have this and wish you could have that and headachey. And, and no, no, you thrive eating the good because this is what your body wants. This is the way God made it. And you find strength and energy to fight for health, vitality in every area of life. Now, let me ask you this. Can any grandmother, grandfather, mom, dad with three, four, five, six kids? Can any young person battling their weight in, in school? Can Is this for anybody? It is for everybody. The key thing is that you cannot do it halfway, half-heartedly. You must be serious about it because you've got to plan. You've got to think ahead. When I'm going on a long flight, I bring a big salad with me. Is it so hard to do? No. When you have the benefits of doing it, uh, is it worth it? Absolutely. But you have to make the commitment. So think of it like this. Yeah, it's, it's hard. Maybe the kids are not uh, eating healthily. Maybe your husband doesn't eat healthily, and you're the one responsible for the cooking. Well, if, it's great if you can get your whole family to eat healthily. But if you know you're going to die, I mean, think of it like this. The doctor says if you don't change your lifestyle, you'll be dead in six months. You'll find a way to do it. Absolutely. You'll find a way to do it. When I travel overseas, uh, I have to plan, and we have to tell people, hey, make sure I can get adequate fruit and, and vegetables when I'm out. And then I bring stuff with me. I bring healthy nuts and seeds and stuff. Uh, I travel around. the. Uh, I have as many excuses as anyone because I'm constantly on the road. But we just request wherever I'm going that, that uh, we have some fruits in the room, that uh, they can get me salads when I'm there, and – and instead of having in the room like I used to pretzels and, and, and chocolate chip cookies and M&Ms and all the other stuff, it's like don't have that in the room. Have healthy stuff in the room. And we make choices all the time. And let's be honest. The, the, the food that you're talking about, it's not you got to buy a, a, a pouch of this and a, a few pills of that. And you got to put all these things together. It's, it's food that you can get about anywhere. Oh, yeah. Anywhere in the world you can get fruits. That's Anything what I mean. In the world, you can get vegetables, right? So, so it, you can anybody can do this is what I'm saying and and we just have a few minutes left and in could you just give the people listening a, a a hopeful last few minutes like where do I start then? And now I know the whole book lays it out completely the 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 CDs where you're coaching people to healthy living, that takes care of it. But just for now, just to whet their appetite, where does somebody start? Very, very simple. You start with saying, I have a problem. Like everything else, you go to God and say, God, I admit I have a problem. Whether it's you're overweight, 
whether you're having health issues because you're eating, whether you just recognize that you're addicted, that's where you start. God, I confess to you I have a problem and I need your help. The book will inspire you. The book will encourage you. The book will give you practical steps to take. The book will give you other links to connect to. But here's where you start. God, I have a problem, and I believe that your grace is sufficient to help me. God, if you can help Mike and Nancy Brown, you can help me. Lord, if you set if you set me free and go through whatever he's done in your life to help you. If you've helped me here and here and here, surely you can help me when it comes to food. Uh, I had a pray through on the third day of, of just of cold turkey breaking free from chocolate and this other stuff. I had to say, Lord, if your grace was sufficient for me, if your grace was sufficient for me to break free from drugs, if Jesus was so real to me that I didn't need drugs and, and, and I didn't miss drugs, surely your grace can be sufficient for me with food. So that's where you start. And you, you, you pray in those ways. You confess it to God. You say no more excuses. And then you say, all right, I'm going to hatch a plan. I'm going to formulate a plan, a long-term plan, as to what I need to do and how I need to do it. And by God's grace, change is going to come. And then start to renew your mind. Start to renew your mind and say, okay, why do I eat the way that I eat? Why do I do these things? And, and ask the Lord to show you. For me, food was a reward. I wasn't a glutton as much as I was addicted to certain foods that were a reward for my life. I travel here, I get this food. I get to the hotel, they got, you know, fresh-baked chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> That's my reward for being on the road. Uh, this, this airport, here's where I get the Auntie Anne's pretzel. Here's where I get the TCBY yogurt. Here's where I get the Sbarro's pizza. Uh, this flight, here's where I get the pretzel rolls. Uh, going to take the grandkids to the movies, watch a fun family movie. Why? Well, I'm going to get non-parels and popcorn. <laughs> and I thought, okay, wait, 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 wait. You take the grandkids to the movies to have fun with the grandkids, not to eat food. And I had to say, okay, food is not the reason I live. I live to live. I live for God. Amen. Food is the fuel for living. Ask God, show me the stronghold. Show me why. Give me insight into this. And then start to build up your faith. Look at our before and after pictures in the book. Look at the fact that by God's grace, we've been living this out. Look at the fact that once I made this change, I've been living it out without deviation. And, and Ryan, you see me day after day after day. You know I'm thriving in this. And say, God, if you could do it for them, you could do it for me. Start to believe God and start to think about what life is going to be like living this new lifestyle. Now, if you could just pray over the listener, I, I literally feel like there's people— that have a longing. I, I just, I really feel strongly that people are literally longing to make changes. They're confused. Uh, they're they're um, tried everything under the sun. Again, you lay all that out in your book. But I feel that there's people longing for change. Would you just pray over them right now? Oh, absolutely, Father. Right now, you know that mom, that dad, that grandma, that grandpa, that, that young person, that single person. You know exactly who they are right now. You are as near to them as, as the very breath they're breathing. Right now, infuse their heart with hope. Right now, put it within them. I can do this. I can do this. Right now, give them a vision of freedom from these things that bind them. Give them a vision of liberation, God, from the food addictions, liberation from an unhealthy evening eating, liberation from the sicknesses and the pains, liberation from the obesity, liberation from the embarrassment, liberation from the lethargy. Give them a vision. I'm going to do that. I'm going to live differently. Something's going to happen. And Lord, may they recognize the power of your grace. May they recognize their own weakness, their own failing. Say, God, I've failed a million times, but with your grace, I can do it. May a new attitude rise in them today. May they experience radical, lasting lifestyle change. May this be the beginning of a brand new life. We ask it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, the resources is the book, Breaking the Stronghold of Food, a powerful, very personal journey with practical, everyday guidelines on how you 
can break free of the stronghold of food. I mean, the testimonies uh, are, are endless. We couldn't even put them in the information we're giving to Sid. Uh, people uh, have even dropped uh, a major amount of weight in just a couple months. One reader said, this book has been a shot of encouragement of adrenaline to anyone who's been wrestling with poor eating habits. Somebody else said, this, this is fresh hope for the chronic dieter. They, they went on to say, I had recognized that I have had a food addiction, that for me, it was a spiritual stronghold, but didn't know how to deal with it. People are, are saying about this book and this CD set that now I know what to do. Now I know what's going on. Even a psychologist that's worked with hundreds of clients uh, that have strongholds of food addiction, he's using this very book to give to his clients. So you need to get a hold of this book. You need to get a hold of this three CD set where Dr. Brown coaches you to healthy living and just really teaches you how you uh, can break free. Your family can break free. Even families are getting involved with this, testifying. Even people are being brought to tears when they read this for the hope that they are finding with what Dr. Brown has personally walked through, the transformation, him and Nancy. It's, it's extraordinary, the, the insights that Nancy has in this book uh, uh, with her own life and her own changes. You've been listening to Messianic Vision with our special guest, Dr. Michael Brown, and now here's Sid to tell you how you can get the special offer. How would you like to be healthier than you have ever been in your life and reverse the effects of sickness and disease in your body? Of course you would. Call now for Dr. Michael Brown's brand new book, Breaking the Stronghold of Food, and his exclusive four-CD set, Dr. Brown Coaches You to Healthy Living, for an investment of $35. U.S. To order, call 1-800-447-2697. That's 1-800-447-2697 or go to our website at sidroth.org. That's S-I-D-R-O-T-H dot O-R-G. Dr. Brown's brand new book, Breaking the Stronghold of Food, and his exclusive four-CD set, Dr. Brown Coaches You to Healthy Living. Offer number 9472 for an investment of 35 U.S. dollars. Be sure to ask for offer number 9472. Once again, that's offer number 9472.